That is right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. Another episode of the Full Pull Podcast. With your host, Ray Taluki, from an undisclosed location somewhere in the Northeast. We welcome you all back, of course. A couple days late, yeah, you know, busy time, busy time of the year. We got spoiled with a couple of nice, I should say, more than beautiful uh, spring-like days, but Mother Nature still hanging on for winter as uh, we look towards the weekend here as we're recording tonight's uh, today's podcast. A little bit of the uh, white, wet stuff still underway, but uh, Keystone Invitational, the Keystone Nationals, uh, yeah, Keys- I always say Keystone Invitational. Adam Drott used to get into me and say, it's not an Invitational. Him and Tony Kozar both would say, it's not an Invitational. Just send your stuff in, you get to go. So the Keystone Nationals, uh, congratulations to the, uh, the Forrester family and the Franklin County Tractor Pullers. What a great time. Capacity crowds Saturday night. Great to see um, a lot of folks coming back out early starting on Thursday and Friday uh, to be able to get all the great classes in. And uh, some upsets. Good to see a new class, that, uh, that, that street uh, street diesel class, something a little bit, little bit different. Um, Ron Knock out of Diesel Motorsports bringing that to you. Uh, with his great sponsors, and we'll, we'll be touching base with Ron here probably within the next couple of weeks, and uh, we'll get him on talking about diesel motorsports and where things are going. If you haven't heard, uh, uh, the diesel drag racing uh, group out of the West Coast um, is is folding up, closing its doors, has everything for sale, Just and I haven't really got too much into it, kind of heard that, read that over the uh, winter months. It's not getting the uh, support from from the manufacturers in the world and you know times things things change with lives and families so just kind of like we have and uh, again we welcome you back here a little like we talked about the last episode a little time off and you know and kind of where I'm gonna head today in, in, in today's podcast um, and I've talked about this probably once before and I, I sometimes we rehash stuff and I apologize for that if it sounds like You've, I've heard this episode once before. Well, it's, I can tell you it's different. It's not the same episode again, but quality versus quantity. And, and kind of about the time that I kind of stepped aside of the pulling world, and a lot of you, a lot of you may know that uh, follow me around and have listened to me and, and been a part of organizations and been at events that um, I've gone and announced and helped promote, I took uh, the summer of 2018 off. I think I did uh, one county fair and some stuff for our uh, for Mohawk Valley Pro Pulling League, um, and that was about it. And a couple other very very small things helped out here or there, but um, kind of you know just took the time and enjoyed the summer with my wife uh, wife Kate and, and son Wyatt, and uh, he's now nine and tell you just when they talk about how fast they grow up there's there's no doubt in my mind um, and some of you know me personally and you know the struggles we've had with him and you know it was a good enjoyable time to, to just get away and enjoy family life bought a camper and just was able to to just take a step aside and and I think when I come back that year from Louisville and it kind of was like a, a lot of things 
It was the quantity versus quality where I wanted to take PRN and where the rest of the team wanted to continue the podcast and and continue the stuff but didn't see the vision that I had and and, and creative differences. You know, everybody kind of wanted to do their own things. You know, guys were burnt out like I was. We ran hard for a good three, four years, and we're talking hard. And, you know, invested time, invested our own money, invested some sponsor money. And it's it's hard. I mean, people, and we'll talk about the, the, the aspect of putting on an event, but to do the podcast, um, a Facebook page, a website, you know, create the stickers, create the content, it's not a one-man job, and it's hard to do it as one man. You know, when we when I developed Pulling Radio Network and we went out and, and, and brought on Dave Fultz and Eric Pruitt and, and all the others, Kenny and James and uh, Tom Beatty out of out of England. It just we couldn't do it alone, or I could not do it alone. And I'll admit that just it was not to be able to put the quality out there. Just one man cannot do it, and it suffers. And we want to be able to put when you have that feeling that you need to put something out that is quality. And give people what you think they want, and take their, you know, take take their advice and take their input, and be able to, to make it better. I just felt I got to a point where if I was to go farther, and I commend Josh Steinmez, uh, Steinmez and his brother and the group out of NTPA what they've done this year with um, their live their live broadcasting setup, and the guys at. Um, uh, Full Pull TV, same thing with their setup. You know, them guys invested money, and we're talking tens of thousands of dollars into what they have. We had an investment into what we had, but it was that was that one level to go to level where they were for for quality content, and and I don't want to say ease of use, but it is, um, especially when you're doing it out of pocket in some cases and it's hard to charge a uh, charge a promoter and, uh, or somebody putting on an event the actual fundage that it that it would take to have a crew of 10 or 15 camera grips producer director audio guy uh, layout guy layout gal you know just you know guys that run the rigging and, and just you know run the cable and set the cameras and it's not, it's it's not easy. Um, today's podcast, actually, as you're listening to this, it is very early in a in in a, in the AM. It is dark, and I am cruising down um, one of the interstates to go to a conference, an expo, for my nine to five, and I got a bit of drive time. And I'm able to record this podcast this morning during this drive time because I, I just cannot find you know the time that that is needed to devote back to the podcast. That's why they're not an hour, an hour and a half long. They're not video. It's to put the content back out there and keep keep it alive and be able to give the fans what they want. You know, we have to sacrifice us guys on this side. You know, that want to do this. It's not that. 
we feel we have to. It's like we continue to want to because it's you fans out there. You're the ones that drive us. Um, you know, getting that knowledge and that info that you got, what you guys want to hear, it goes back to the quality. You know, it's not the quantity, just, you know, covering and just shoving out a podcast or a live stream video or a video for that matter or a picture or whatever it is to get it out on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, whatever the social media platform you follow or our website for that matter, you know, pullingradionetwork.com. It, it takes it takes a little bit of creativity. It takes a little bit of time. I shouldn't even say it takes a little bit. It takes a lot. I, I don't think people realize, you know, the time and effort that's put into this stuff. I mean, it goes right back even to the photographers, the guys that make the shot, um, to take the still frames, you know. Drant, Rusnik, Card, uh, Anna Galloway. I mean, just uh, J- uh, uh, Jesse Post. Everybody, you know, it's... It's their time, their effort. Then they go back and they cut through and, you know, they take a couple thousand photos and they go through and they dump all the stuff they don't like. They don't feel as up to their standards. So when people say, oh, and or they go and grab it and they say it's theirs or whatever the case is, you got to buy this stuff. You know, just you see them, Instagram them, Facebook them, PayPal them. Most of them got, you know, uh, Smug Mug or whatever they have. You know, buy the photo, you know, get it sent to you digitally and and do whatever you want with it, but give them something back for their time. Um, You know, I was more than happy to have a handful of great sponsors. We currently have a great sponsor, VP Racing Fuel, uh, supporting the Full Pull Podcast in 2019. I'm I'm truly grateful to have them uh, supporting me and our current endeavor, but it's not like they're handing me a year's salary just to stop doing my nine to five and and dedicate the time you know what we get out of our 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 advertisers and our sponsors you know it is is not big because a lot of our again a lot of our sponsors they don't they don't they spread their marketing wealth and they spend their marketing dollars across the board and we're grateful that we're able to get you know that that small piece of that pie but again kind of sidetracking all over the place here um, it's the quality versus the quantity. You know, when we put out a video, we want to make sure that it's good. It has, you know, it has different shots. It has different angles. It's the audio is good. You guys are getting, fans are getting the distances. They're getting the, the who, the what the puller is they can hear the announcer they can hear the track you know hear the track they can hear the tractor they can hear the crowd you know so it's almost like you're there and if we cannot put that out and that's kind of where I got I just I wasn't ready to go and invest you know tens of thousands of dollars into something that I knew that I could not continue on without affecting my daily life you know affecting my home life my wife my son my wife gave up, we've been together ten, forever it seems like, but she gave up a lot of summers, you know, with by herself to take care of my son while I was on the road announcing and promoting and, and doing the podcast and doing the video, just like all the other guys that were part of Pulling Radio Network. And when I talk about we all got burned out, we got burned out. 
you know, were we, we grateful and thankful for what we had? Absolutely. It was you fans, it was you competitors that drove us to the next mile, that pushed us to the next mile, got us to the next town. We loved every minute of it, every minute of it. But there comes a time where we have to take, all right, we, we got to take a break. We got to take that vacation. And I was able to do that. But with that said, quantity versus quality, I was able to take the step back and and look at everything and look at how organizations and, and these other pulls were putting themselves together and how they were doing things and, and be able to take real quality notes and able to and, and actually for the first time go and attend some of these events and not have a microphone in my hand and have to be there three hours prior and be there an hour and a half after the event is done able to sit there and be a fan and enjoy the event and able to take them mental notes from, and, and in a lot of cases go home and actually put the notes to paper and, and say all right how can if, if I'm if when I when I do come back how do I do it one better or how do I do it the way they did it or you know whatever the case is whether it was the positive outtake or the negative to not go down that rabbit hole like they did um, you know how do we make it better that quality being able to put together something that people are going to enjoy and talk about and say hey we spent X amount of dollars we went there as a family and these are the memories that we made this is the excitement that we saw this is this is the reason why we went and they're able to talk to you know talk about it weeks and months and years later and be able to share that with their friends you know we talk about making the pullers the rock star that is a that is a great statement. These guys do not get the notoriety that they deserve, the money, the time, the sweat, the blood, the tears that they put into the vehicles to go out and compete for nine seconds on a track with no practice. Again, truck and tractor pulling, there's no practice. You can't go make hot laps. It's, it, it is what it is. You wait all day to make your wait for your class to come up, and then the butterflies occur, and and you got a, you got eight seconds. You you pull out there. That's it. It's make or break. You know, it's that individual sport. It becomes you um, behind the seat, but your team is there to got you there. But now it's all on your shoulders. Um, and rarely do you see where it's a non-owner driver, where it's a hired driver for a team. You have them. Doesn't take anything away from them, guys, or, or prop them up in any way. But and again, off tangent. Again, I apologize for that, but. It's been able to give that back to them, guys. So we want people to understand that's that's a big part of what a promoter or a broadcaster or, or whatever the case is, podcaster, whatever you want to say, we, we all do, is we want to be able to put the best quality out there. We don't want to half-ass it. We don't want to just... Um, just just do it to do it you know we want to be able to put it out there and that's that's where I was so it, it kind of gives you the the lay of the where we where we've been where we where we where we went where we are um, but you know on to back to today's topic the quality versus the quantity there are so many and I feel there is too many hooks there's too many events 
because everybody thinks it's easy to put on a tractor pull or a truck pull or a power event weekend or whatever the case is. We're just, we're just going to make them. And I had, and I, and I rebuttaled against the comment that he's a tractor pulling fan. He's a, he's an oval racing fan had made about a new promoter and said that all oh, the new era, the new era, this, this new change. And I said, you know, I said, when the, when the rubber meets the road, then I deleted that and I retyped and I said, when the, when the, when the tire meets the dirt and come October, once that, that season is done, we will know if the man was worth the salt as a promoter because anybody can put fancy graphics and make a flyer and put Facebook posts and events and and say we have all this backing and all this fundage and all these all this big payout you know and all this all this big again I don't want to call it smoke and mirrors not to take anything away from these people these promoters that are doing this because you need to grab the attention and you need to strive hard and you need to go out there and improve your salt, improve your worthiness to these, these these competitors. Because if you don't, they're never coming back. And then you just get raked through the coals. And that's no good. And it's like, and I made the comment that anybody can make these fancy flyers and Facebook events and say we're doing this. And say they're paying out that. But come October when the season is over and the dust is settled... We'll really see if he was a great promoter and it's a new error. Now, I have two friends of mine that are promoters. One currently is not doing it any longer. One is very successful, but they took their lumps. And, you know, they they tried, they went out, they did it, they put on... I, I, I've been to several of ones. I've never been to the other one, but helped both promote, talk, give knowledge, advice, took advice, gave advice. And they both took their lumps. You know, they were both beat down at one time and said, oh my God, why did I go through this? One did it with a, with a job, a full-time job and a, and a wife and, 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 and kids. And the other one left the career and, and took the money and, and went and developed what he currently has. So it's, and sometimes that's, God damn, that's, that's scary. That's, that's truly scary. And is that something that we all want to do or that people want to do um, to get into the promoter life? Because it's not as glamorous as everybody seems to think. So I guess think about it. When when you get to an event, you, as as a fan, you get, you get to an event. Well, well, first off is how do you know about the event? And I guess this goes back, you know, goes to putting out a good product. Is is, is how did you know about the event? You know, did, did somebody put the time and the effort into the the media? Did somebody put the the idea out there to get you to to get your butt to the seat, pay your money at the gate? And, go there so that took somebody's time and it and, it, and to get you there and a lot of times it's, it's got to be something that's quality and then you get to the facility and and you hope the facility's nice or the area is nice and it's not just you know till over some dirt 
you know, and, and hope that it's going to be a good event, you know, and, the, and these two of it, and these two, and these two gentlemen knew that, you know, and it wasn't just getting there and tilling it over and, and getting people in the stands that was able to put out quality stuff, and like I said, they both took their lumps. They paid their people back, you know, they may not be able to make the check that day of the event, but they were able to talk to the competitor and say, we're going to pay you back. We're, we're going to get you the money that's owed to you and not just right off into the sunset. You know, whether they, whether they lost money or made money. And, and I can, and I can say this, the, the, the promoter life is not glamorous. It, it, it can look like it outside looking in, but it's not. It's, it's a lot of sleepless nights. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of, it's a lot of hard work. And that's why I don't, that's why I don't understand why there's so many of these events and they just, we grab up any sled and we flip over dirt and we do a quote unquote brush pull and say, oh, it's a benefit. You know, I'm all for supporting somebody that deserves it. There's a lot of people out there that do deserve um, a, a little help. Some, eh, not so much, but it's not a topic not for here and a topic for another show, but put on an event that has insurance, that has a sled that is capable for the classes that you decide, um, put out a decent payback, um, or tell them that we're going to do trophies. Now, there's another event that I did not attend, but talked to several people last year that went that was massive, um, so big that they had to bring in a second sled. That afternoon, in, in, in the middle of the event, they called the one sled operator who has two uh, twin sleds. They brought another sled in. That's how successful that event was. So I'm not saying that that every one of these things are bad, but it's how when is enough enough? We 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 ask these pullers to be a part of a series. They travel. They go miles upon miles and again it's that eight second ride down the track and I'm not taking anything away from any one of them 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 men or women that are involved in a sport as a competitor but when have we pushed them too far when have we burnt them out as promoters um, the, the fans when do we burn the fans out I think we burn the fans out probably faster than we bowl the then we, then, pardon me, I think we, let me just say it again, I think we burn the fans out faster than we burn the competitors out, because how much can they take? A fair does it, another fair does it, there's a fair every weekend, there's a fair, four or five fairs every weekend, depends on what part of the country you're from, when do we burn the, the fan out, and they just had enough of sitting there for three hours and four hours and six hours. I was told six hours in an event. I'm like, there's no way. I, I, I couldn't even begin to fathom putting on a, filling a gap of six hours. There's no way. How? And, and, and please tell me if I'm wrong, but if you paid 10 or $12, would you sit there for the entire six hours and watch a truck and tractor pull? I mean, come on. I just... 
enough's enough. You know, you just got to draw the line. There's just no, I just, I don't feel that is, that makes it quality. You know, you get in, you, you get them down the track. I mean, not saying you knock them out in two hours, but, you know, you got to understand how much the fan, you know, and, and please, if you're a fan out there, please make a comment and let us know and, you know, send me a message and tell me I'm right, tell me I'm wrong, because it, it all revolves around what you you fans want. What, you know, what is it that you want? Do you want it? Do you want a fast? Do you want a lot of action? A lot of smoke? You know? Um, do you want a lot of noise? You know? What what is what drives a big horsepower? You know? Uh, good? You know? Getting the sled set where these guys go down the track and there's not five guys and then we re- reset the sled. I and I think sometimes some organizations do that to drag the event on because, well, frankly, they just don't have enough vehicles. That's sad to say that, but I. I guess in this newfound light and coming back as a uh, podcaster and a promoter this year, now actually owning a promotions company or co-owning a promotions company and being a larger part of another promotions company and and also consulting for another promotions company this year, I, I, I guess I really don't care about how I say it. But I think some of these guys or some of these companies or these these organizations are fooling themselves. But another topic, I guess. Another show, another topic. But back to the where we were, quality versus quantity. How long can you make an event? I, I, I think two hours, 45 minutes, just kissing into three. As long as there's no major hiccups, you got some quality stuff on the track. I think you're good. Again, announcer, um, the facility, the guys out on the track, the competitors, it's all one big, you know, it, it all rolls into one ball. One big, you know, four different colors of Play-Doh and you make one ball at the end of the day. and It's all got to fit and be tight and work together. And, and frankly, you know, going to somebody's field where they rolled it over dissed it and brought in a little tiny little garden sled and gonna hook you know 800 800 to a thousand horse off the street diesels to it and they're running 500 feet it's not it's not a pull it's not a truck it's not a truck pull it's not a tractor pull to me it's that's it's dangerous it's unsafe you know i just I don't want to be bothered with it, and I don't want nothing to do with it. So, again, when you go out there and you're thinking about having a pull, or you've ever thought about it, or if you're a promoter, if you're a fan, think about the things we brought up today, you know, in the podcast. And I may be completely wrong. You're saying, Ray, no way. You're just you're just on here just talking and just filling airtime for your sponsor, VP Fuel, and just getting your name back out there. Well, maybe I am wrong you got to take a long, hard look at it and say, what's my end game? What am I trying to accomplish? Am I here for the sport? Am I here for the competitor? Am I here for the fan? Or am I here for my own wallet? I'm going let to that, let that hang just a little bit right there. So, 
Thank you all, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, big thank you to VP Racing Fuels. And be sure to check out your local dealer for VP Racing Fuels. Tell them you heard about it here on the full pull uh, with Ray Taluki on the Pulling Radio Network. Be sure to share, like, uh, make some comments, tell your friends about us. And we'll be back next week with another captivating, riveting show. Comments, suggestions, emails, whatever you want to throw at me. Uh, please don't throw anything, any canned goods. Uh, that hurts when you get hit with a can of tomato soup. Um, try to throw the tomatoes if you think we were wrong or right as well. Ladies and gentlemen, be safe out there. And we will see you down the road here on the Pulling Radio Network. What are we here for? 20 years. If I'd known that judge was giving us the box, I'd have asked for the chair. <laughs> well, every week this show looks better to me. Every week your eyesight gets worse. You know, this show is beginning to roll. So's the motorbike. <laughs> I'm going to see my lawyer. Why? going to find out if you can sue a show for breach of taste. <laughs> now, wasn't that a cultural show? Just when you think this show is terrible, something wonderful happens. What? It ends. <laughs>